How is it going, folks? It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. You know what that means. It's time for your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. And tonight we're going to mix it up some because it is here. People, people have been waiting for it. AEW Fight Forever has dropped on just about every major console there is. And we're going to take a first-hand look tonight because our guy 2 James has it in hand. So a little live stream in action to switch up the show this week. And then in the second half, some Money in the Bank talk because it's a of course, Money in the Bank weekend across the pond. So all kinds of wrestling to talk tonight, folks. Stay with us. Your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast starts right now. Thursday nights with your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast for Season 3, Episode 22 tonight. Gentlemen, I got Silly Sellis up here across from me. I got the Giant Crab Jamal down below. Soon enough, we will be joined by Two Chames as he is playing AEW Fight Forever as we speak. But first and foremost, guys, how's it going with you all this week? Uh, pretty good. Busy week, but, um, you know, and a busy weekend, too. Yep, same here. Looking forward to some good content on the stream and some good content this weekend and some wrestling. Yes, indeed. We will have Money in the Bank this weekend, which we will get into in the second half of the show. So big wrestling action happening. Of course, uh, Forbidden Door was last weekend. And then in the middle of this week, we have what is going to take us through the first half here. The long-awaited drop of AEW Fight Forever on, geez, uh, I know it's on Xbox, PS5. It's even on Switch. I don't know if it's on any ice PS4. It's on the prior generation. Uh, yeah, PS4, Android, Xbox, right? uh, Series X and S. Um, it's on Steam, and I believe it's Steam Deck compatible as well. Wow! So I mean, they're really covering all bases with this, right? So this has been godlike three years in the making. I want to say, yeah, they they were talking about this very early on, right during the pandemic. A, yeah. For a long time, they've been talking about launching this video game, but it's finally here. Came out, uh, I guess, officially. Uh, I think this morning, but you know, mm-hmm. early access started a couple days ago, and reviews have hit that seem to be kind of all over the place. But there's no better way to really check out a video game than to really truly check it out. Sure, we can tell you about it, but it's a whole other thing to see it firsthand. So. Let's get two James in here. I'll see if the technology will work with us to add him to the stream. But let's get two James on screen here with AEW Fight Forever currently playing live on the stream here. Can well, how's it going, two James? Well, we got all kinds of stuff going on here. We got what <laughs> one, two, three, four, four, four tag team match, or is this a four way? What we got going on here? It looks like a tag team match. Looks like yeah. Yeah, you can see at the bottom of the screen, uh, the blue uh, arrows, that indicates who's out and who's in. Aha. Okay. Yeah, you got to help us out with like the, the, the how this all works, since you've, you've had some experience with this, Jamal, already. Yeah, I played about eight hours with it. Um, you know, earlier this week, you know, got the review in. Thanks to ADW for that. Um, so one thing that he's, as he just quits out of the tag team match, he's going to come back to the uh, main screen, hopefully. But the idea is, um, this is the first thing you'll see oh, when look you what we have there. This is your main screen, and he's going through the the initial matches that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, singles, uh, tags, triple threats, four way dance, the exploding barbed wire death match, which is exactly what you think it is. <laughs> um, there's no steel cage match. There's no uh, what was the the, the big steel the, the thing that's not war games. It's totally war games. Oh, uh, 
uh, Blood and Guts. Blood and Guts, you know. Um, and they didn't do, like, the stadium stampede or anything mm -hmm. like that. So mm -hmm. if you're looking for everything from AEW, this won't have everything. Uh, but, Will, if you can hit that full screen button to give people a little bit more. Um, oh, which one have I now? Wait, where am I? The full screen on Twitch. The full screen on Twitch. I thought yeah, I had Yeah, bottom right-hand corner. There. Yeah, that one. There we go. There we go. Okay. Um, but the idea is, is that you have um, – it, it has enough. It has enough to get you by. It doesn't have the entire AEW roster. You got to remember that this roster is based on probably 18 months ago. So some people that may not be in prominence, some people that may be in prominence, they are in the game. Uh, you can scratch your head and go, well, how come this person's not in and how come that person's not mm -hmm. in? So, you know, you, so you got to meet your expectations. Um, but again, and that's kind of what the, I, I haven't read any reviews, but from playing the game for myself, my review, and you can watch our full review on the channel, was that it has enough to get you by. And it's a solid foundation for what it is. Um, but if you're expecting very specific things, it may not happen. Uh, I think he's trying to do an all. Yeah, he's doing online matches. So um, a lot of people are getting into online uh, play right now. Is the service, how the service been? Any any feedback on the service? I know the game went live today, but has the service been okay? Yeah, I haven't played today. I literally got home, you know, three minutes ago. But the um, but in playing it beforehand, the service was kind of janky um, online. Um, you know, some some delays and you know some lag, some uh, you know collision detection issues. But hopefully, those things will have been fixed on launch. Not sure if that's the case because I haven't played it since launch. But um, but even still, there are other things other than online to get to get it going because Road to Elite is more than competent and will you know get more of your uh, attention. Than almost anything else the creation suite isn't bad but unfortunately this is not enough mm -hmm. you know, there are things that i wish that i could do i wish i could upload my own logos i wish that i could you know, add text or something like that but you have enough to pick from so if you're trying to deep dive into any one thing it may not be exactly what you need when you need it but if you want an overall you know, kind of buffet of what the game is. Sure. You know, it, it's exactly that. So how does it play? Um, it, it really feels like uh, WWE Day of Reckoning, which is probably like the last of that style game. Um, yeah, I 100% agree. The run yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, just in general, there seems to be like this slight delay. Mm -hmm. uh, like the run mechanic it feels like you have to do three different things. To, it's like starting a boat, you know, when you're, when you're running. It's not as instant as, like, the Nintendo 64 days. Um, there seems to be a lot of, you know, some latency issues. And and I'm, and and it, timing is everything in this game. Because if you remember No Mercy, you have um, uh, the time blocking. You know, they stick, they puff their chest out mm -hmm. to block a strike or, you know, to block a grapple. Well, if your timing is not great, then it has to be perfect. And there is no wiggle room. So you got that rhythm for it down. Yeah, you have to have a rhythm for it, but the, but it's kind of janky and the, the lag is kind of you know frustrating. So it's really hard to get the timing down. Uh the run mechanic, it, it's like starting the bus. You have to like run and then point in the direction that you want to run. And interactions with like the ropes. Interactions with the uh, with the corner turnbuckles, getting in and out of the ring when you're on the apron, um, they're not as fluid as they should be. Mm. And I get it that the game is, you know, just an arcade pick up and play, but this is still 2023. There are, like certain things are just not going to fly when you have. Um... Okay, good. He's finally going to an, an exhibition match to get something going because online wasn't online really apparently yeah. is not kicking it tonight. It seems. Yeah. Um, and, and we so, can't forget that we have patch updates that will happen from time to time. So do you think patch updates can fix that run mechanic? Yeah, can I mean, it like, fix nothing's, it? nothing's a deal breaker yet. We are ready for the bell in this tremendous there we go. Yeah, but no, nothing's a deal breaker yet. You can hear Tony Giovanni entering the, uh, announce the match. But like, take a look at this entrance. That's Christian Cage. Cool. That's literally his entrance. That's all you get. Yeah. So... It's it's like 
I wish that I could do certain things, um, but this is all they give you. So I wish you, but you can't turn the entrances off. So this is a snippet of each one, essentially. That's just seven seconds. That's which is weird because some people have elaborate interests, like Jericho, for example. Yep. Uh, Moxley comes through the crowd. Yeah, but he's not singing Judas for two and a half minutes uh, with the crowd. <laughs> but you is know? that a good thing or bad thing? Because when you think about going back to like the No Mercy times or earlier wrestling games, that's all you got was a little snippet. Is that a throwback to that time because everybody doesn't want to watch it and you skip it all the time? Or do you want to have that option where you want to see the whole entrance? Well, but that's the thing. It's like we if give us the option to turn it off if we don't want it. Got it. But right. if in, in the day of the spectacle and your entrance and entrance music and video and all that stuff goes into the spectacle if i really feel that i want to just jump right in i'll turn it off but if you're going to give me three seconds and and manual pyro then it's kind of like well what are we doing here Mm -hmm. so yeah it's a lot of those things where it's like okay you know i'm glad that you um that you did it i wish i wanted more and everything Mm -hmm. that i feel about the game I, i just want more of it which i guess is a both a good and bad thing um, yes, I want more characters. I want a better roster. I want more moves. I want more, you know, things for the creative suite. And because I want to play more. Uh, so it, it's, it's you know, it's kind of a mixed bag in that way. And, you know, for the money, personally, I think it's worth a good 50 bucks. You know, catch it on sale. If you need to play a day one, then you already have it. But it is kind of like, ah, I see what they tried to do. Uh, they did some things very well. Some things they didn't do well, but they're excusable. Certain things that they didn't do well are inexcusable. It's like, eh. um, one thing that's really frustrating about the match because a lot of the things that you're going to do are uh, because you see Pac has a special already. One. But you see how long it took Knox to get down and count? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Saw that. Right. Like it took him an hour to get down and, and make the count. And it's just like, how is this okay? Um, so how's the button response in this? Like, I see how two chains is playing right now. It seems like it's pretty fluid on, like, if he hits the X button or action button or strike button, it's pretty responsive, or it does it is a give and take. Um, it's a give and take, so like, it's responsive in the sense that you would do a thing, but you notice how he's kind of leaning on this. Um, oh, hi, Regal, remember you? Uh, but, <laughs> but he's kind of leaning on the okay, see, that was one thing. He went over to the guy. Just break up the pin. Break up the pin. But yeah. because it doesn't manually switch characters, he couldn't break up the pin. So he lost uh. So it's like though it's like those little thing. You know, yeah. I wish that there was some intuitive, some better way um to to do that. And it's like that literally cost him the match, the inability to break up the pin. And and it's and that's kind of like damn. And now we're back here. Um Yes, the comment, you know, hey, this is a functional wrestling game. Shout out to Arco. Absolutely. Uh, because, you know, some people have less than. But, and I think we said this in the review also, like, hey, if you if you want um, an arcade, you don't have to think about anything. Just pick it up and go. Cool. Play Fire Pro Wrestling. If you want a super specific simulation match, uh, you know, nitpick everything, play WWE. This is really in the middle and it leans one way for certain things, and it leans the other way for certain things, but it's not really enough of everything. And I think that's going to come with time. That's going to come with, you know, the, the patches and the updates and the DLC. Yeah. And hopefully there are some quality of life updates that they, they hear from the crowd and go like, okay, we can tweak this. Yeah. But, but, but even still, even though, like, we literally saw him lose a match because of, like, uh, an issue with you know the intuitiveness of the of the button uh, scheme it's like that's not a deal breaker though mm-hmm. it's annoying that's a, that's learn, to me that's the learning curve of figuring out the controls of the game right right but but that's but that's also a thing like where you're like now we're getting beyond the surface of of just you know, striking strikes and grapples and now we're trying to you know get into like very specific things and that's where it's get lost in the sauce um, you know, it's not that it doesn't do it doesn't do any one thing well, but it doesn't any, do anything one thing poorly enough to go no. Nah. So it's it's you know it's fine. I mean, the character models look good. That does look like Ryan Cage. Some of the character mm-hmm. models 
Yeah. No. Not a rose. Yeah, they'll, uh, they'll let you do inter intergender, as we're seeing. Uh, yeah, 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 that's that's all I've seen on, on YouTube videos. All intergender matches. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rick Baker was in the last match. Yeah. Right. You know, so that's definitely something you can't get in uh, WWE 2K. They do not let you mix things up in that manner. <laughs> oh, really? No. Yeah. But let, shout out to Game Informer. How I used to say, you know, learning curves when you used to read their review magazines. What is your time for learning curve to say, okay, I'm going to be a decent player? Is that an hour, give and take a couple of matches? What do you think is your learning curve? That really depends on the system that you're playing on. Okay. Uh, I don't know how it feels to play on the Switch. I've never played a Switch before, so mm -hmm. I don't know if the button layout would be conducive in the same way that it would be on PlayStation, on the console and PC. Yeah. Um, so that really is going to just depend. But I do think that there are some like latency issues with button commands and stuff like that that makes you go, okay, I know I pressed this button. Right. What's, what's happening? And yep. it's even more uh, apparent online and the limited experience I have online. I will say though that Road to Elite is a lot of fun. Um, you know, I like the way the story is going. It's not, it's repetitive mm -hmm. because, well, wrestling's repetitive. They got to make the towns every single week and they do the thing. It's, but on the other hand, there doesn't seem to be any structure to the storytelling. Um, it just, it seems to be like you're in this alternate universe where your story is happening. Also, coincidentally, in our reality, these AEW events did uh, happen. So, uh, personally, I got, I got challenged by CM Punk to um, fight him on Rampage. And I'm using my creative character. So, even though they did that, which was October of 2021? I want to say 2021. Um, the next pay-per-view after that was like double or nothing. And I'm like, no, well, that chrono chronologically, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> the um, time warp. <laughs> right. So, I mean, yeah, so it, it is fun. I mean, it, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, I really like Road to Elite, but it's also a pretty good party game. Like, mm. this is something that you can definitely, you know, get with a couple, a bunch of friends, you know, and and get together and just bash it out. And then, you know, because it's not something that you're going to take super seriously, mm -hmm. um, but it also is something that's like, just a, it is, and it can be fun uh, in that aspect. So, going back to Road to Elite, let's say if you're a single person player, you just like going through the story modes that you just kind of described there. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the most fairest difficulty level? Is normal too easy? Do you need to put it on hard or is it too glitchy? What is an enjoyable experience for that user that wants to be a first person player only? Um, I've only played on normal um, because I have, and, and, and personally, I haven't made it through the entirety of Road to Elite yet. Mm -hmm. And one of the um, achievements, and in-game achievements is like beat Road to Elite with X number of times, let's say five times, and you'll get um, an in-game achievement. So Road to Elite, I would assume, is probably just a run through the four pay-per-views and then maybe a, an epilogue, and then it, that story's over, and then you start it over again with uh, another character. Uh, Essentially do is, a, a year cycle of the pay-per-views yep. is the yeah. usual deal, kind of right. seems in those. Our buddy who has the switch, Adrian Arco here, came back. Shout out Arco, classmate of mine. Okay, there you go. Me and the change. There you go. For the Switch, it feels good to have a portable wrestling game. It isn't perfect, but it's not 2K18 when it was in the Switch. AW is a long way to go, but it's a start. Plus, I trust THQ. That's the, always the upside with the Switch yep. is it's like the portability that you can play it on the TV or you can switch it up and take it with you. So that is a big plus. And as someone who has a switch and also a ps5 it kind of does have an upside there where it's like well maybe i would want to have it you know for, for home on the ps5 but when it goes down in price and it's on sale yep. picking up an extra copy for the switch kind of has a you know an added value that the other versions wouldn't have so and that's same hey, there are pluses I know out there people, in that i know people that are waiting for the steam deck version uh you know so they can put it again on steam and, mm -hmm. and carry that with them portably and play it on um on pc and on steam deck yeah so, yeah i mean it's a thing one thing that i will say is that um of course once you uh get into further into the game you can unlock everything uh you can have up to five finishers for example you can have up to uh five signature moves and uh you can completely revamp the entire move set for every character if you choose 
um, unlock additional skins. So it definitely has some replayability uh, to do to do a thing. You see how long it took Knox to get the count. That will yeah. always piss me off. Yeah, they gotta fi- they gotta fix that. That seems like something that. they could speed up that animation to make well, him that, move a little. Don't bit. even include him. Like honestly. <laughs> Because it's, it's, <laughs> just have the number just that, pop up on the screen. And that's just, old school, that's right? They just that's, number that's pop up on the screen. For 64. Yep. But yeah. what the deal is, is that, um, and the reason why I say don't include him is because if you try, let's say that he's in the corner, uh, right, like he is now, and you Irish right. somebody into the referee, well, he just goes translucent, and the person goes into the corner. So no ref bumps? <laughs> so there's, if there's no ref bump, then why is he there? You know, I mean, that that just doesn't, eh. You know, it's 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 another one of those things where it's like that's a tweak, mm-hmm. not a not a not a deal breaker. Yeah, me, one of the things ask, I oh, was ahead, one of the things I was hearing and reading reviews of it that seems to be a common theme I'm getting is that like everyone seems to agree that like the foundation is good. Exactly, it's a good start. It you know right. it definitely has potential, and probably the biggest issue right now is there's just not enough meat on the bone in your extra modes like your creator wrestler and stuff like that. To keep you coming back, you know, four months from now, five months from now, and it'll, that's when it's just gonna be like, you know, a party game essentially for like, hey, it's a good arcade fighter type thing to throw on and have some fun with. But until they flesh out those other modes, that's the stuff that once you've, you've been playing it for months, once you have everything unlocked, that's when you really want that. Like, okay, I want to make people now, and then you know, there's you can't share anybody, yeah. so. God, we're we're going back to the old school formulas. Where you, got, you got to print out the formula and like enter in all this all the stats like you had to do on the PS2 to make people. So that's probably a ways off as far as like having like you know a community community creations type aspect like 2K does with their games. But th- that's probably the biggest area they can expand is right. the the cr- editing, the creation stuff, yep. and and that aspect of it. Because the game itself, I mean, watching it now, it's like okay, it. it the, the matches look fine. They're a little, they look a little frantic to me, but I think that's just something you'd get used to as you play it more with just the pacing of it. Right. Let me ask this question though, going back to what Arco said about, you know, THQ, uh, you know, THQ of course, and Ukes dominated wrestling games for a while before WWE went to 2k games. Is this a comeback story for THQ to reboot what they used to do in domination of wrestling games? Do you think that's going to be a key factor for AEW to keep this trend to put out year after year wrestling content on video games? Well, I mean, to be fair, uh, THQ, their last game was like WWE 2k 18. Yep. So it wasn't like they're so far removed from, you know, wrestling games in general. And and a lot of this stuff seems to be, you know, cut paste from Day of Reckoning, from No Mercy, from, yeah. you know, uh, SmackDown, from WWE Definitely reusing some animations, that's yep. for sure. Absolutely. Um, now the one thing I will say is that they, a lot of animations definitely, I'm not going to say it seems to be reused because it's not like I'm counting frames. Oh, we got but, injury, injury, bu- injury. Wow. Okay, Regal, um, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but there, there are. Uh, that's the first time I've seen that. Um, but there are things where it's like, okay, uh, I see what you did there, but <laughs> I swear to God, that fucking referee. That will never, <laughs> that will never ever, ever uh, be something that I don't notice. Myron Kidd here is a good question. Very Any good word question. yet on uh, if this game is PC friendly as far as like the modding aspects? Because Lord knows, folks do some crazy stuff. With mm. those WWE games, and out, you, you said it's gonna be on Steam, but is it already out on Steam? Or it's out is on that Steam. coming? Okay, so maybe people are just starting to dip their toe into that. I, I know I haven't seen anything specific just yet, but of course we're kind of on day one right now at this point. Yeah, I mean this, this is you know day one, hour twenty um, of the full you know wide release, but as I haven't really looked into the PC version because that's not a version that I would play. Um, and I don't get into the mod at all, so I personally, I don't know. Um, but I haven't definitely heard anything to the contrary, though. So, my guess would be give it time. It I would think people got to dig into the code and everything and yeah. see all that kind of stuff. So, I, I would bet people are going to do some stuff with this as far as like modding and arenas and stuff like that. Because, yeah. God, the, the stuff people have done with the WWE games is like insane sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, just having a different look at everything, I think, I would think, you know, that's. It'd be even more oh, don't quit the match, two chains. Oh, he quit the match. I well, want he, to see he's, who's he, going to win he's, there. He's not paid by the hour, okay? 
But, 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 All right. Well, else are you gonna show us here? Let's see. Well, what we got left? We seen. Well, we we haven't seen an explosion yet, man. We haven't seen an explosion. Is he gonna go Let's to it? There it is. There it we, is. We got we, we got to get a bomb match. You, you asked me. You saw the first half of the show. I will say this though, based on where we are, and and let's compare how I'll consider this a sports video game. Now, right now, NCAA is bringing back a college football game very soon. Of course, that probably dominates around this time frame of July. Do you think this release time frame is a smart release time to try to get as much profit for this video game? Because you know WWE has their game released in February, March now um, to go for their year. But having this as a nice summer release before Madden comes out and the other sport games of the fall, I know you got some other games that come out throughout the year at those random moments. But do you think this is smart time frame to release it right in the beginning of summer um because i don't i don't think that this is going to be a yearly occurrence in the sense mm-hmm. that fight forever 2 is coming out 4th of july next year or, t- or two years from now yeah they were already saying they want to go with the idea of just updates going forward so based on that i don't think that there's a bad time to release the game barring a major 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 release from something else yeah but the fact that they're releasing it on every major platform available um, at the same time, this isn't like a PS5 exclusive, and then 18 months later it's on Xbox, and then two years later it's on Switch. Um, because they're releasing it to everybody at the same time, uh, right in the middle of a busy AEW schedule. Yeah, um, we were just talking about you know um, Forbidden Door, um, and we're you know a month from from all a month and a half, two months from All In. Um, this is if you're a fan of AEW, this is probably no better time because we we started the month talking about how busy June was. Yep, right. And now that we're at the end of it, it's like it it, it you know culminated with the release of the game. Good reversal. So I don't think there's an actual bad time to release the game unless it's the day that like Street Fighter Six or Final Fantasy or Resident Evil or something like that, something major comes out. Um, with that said, though. Because the DLCs are going to be coming, you know, fast and furious, they released four uh, with the release this weekend. So mm-hmm. if you bought the Elite Edition, you got four uh, downloadable packs with the, with the game. So who knows uh, what they're going to do. And, of course, the holiday season is coming up with Christmas and Thanksgiving. Will there be a pack, you know, you know, associated with them? How much would they cost individually? You know, will it be something that everybody wants or will it be something that is just... So they're slowly building it, you know. Think um, in the same way that you know Minecraft or Fortnite has seasons or COD has seasons. Um, you know, this would just be another thing for the game. So uh, you know, uh, it's it's a good time to release the game, uh, and it seems to be going as well as they could hope, considering that the game is what it is. Oh, we're getting ready to blow up in about twenty seconds here. Countdown is dropping. <laughs> I really liked Abaddon's entrance. Let me say that before uh, the bombs drop here in a moment or two. Yeah. Um, and in uh, Road to the Elite, that there's there's many games that you can play. And uh-oh. oh, it's coming. Morning, down morning down. lights. Get your blast goggles on, folks. Here we go. <laughs> With the replay action. Better than it looked on pay-per-view. <laughs> that is true. That, that is true. Must use a different company. Oh man, they get up really, they get up right. real quick from it though. <laughs> oh, we, we we don't have to uh go down long for that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's it's solid. Um and I, I wish that the things like that's the thing, like so we did the Bob Wire ex- explosion. Um it set the two minutes. I wish that we could set the three. Mm. Oh, you can't change it? You can't change it. Oh, uh, see, see, that that you would think would be an editable option, where if you, you, you want to make it a longer right. match or yeah. right, and, and it doesn't it doesn't seem to take anything to like make that adjustment. You know how long before the bomb goes off? I would say five minutes is good because the point of it is is to win the match. Hey, there was the no referee in there, so right, yeah, no referee, just just the right. So that's that's kind of. That's kind of a thing where it's like, okay, they got us the match, but it's like, I wish they gave us more. Yeah. There's very little blood in that, too, surprisingly, considering uh, barbed wire and stuff. Well, it, but it was electric barbed wire, so it would just burn. 
But then right. again, they don't have like burn marks or something like that. You know, it's just sparkles and, and smoke. So, well, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. But you see where in a yeah, you got another trophy for that. But uh, it is what it is. And you can see the um, the shop where you can buy uh, items. He already bought Cody Rhodes because he because you know that's what you have to do. Uh, <laughs> each thing that you do in the match gives you uh, AEW uh, bucks, uh, as you can see in the upper right hand corner. Um, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's pretty, it's a good foundation. Um, you know, so he'll do that. You know, he'll keep playing until his eyes bleed, you know, fourth is coming. So everybody long weekend for the government, you know, so it's, uh, uh. <laughs> bastards, but yeah, it's really Nick Jackson's face. It's, Ooh, what the heck right. did they do there? <laughs> right. So like Abaddon looks great. Jericho looks fine. Nick Jackson looks terrible. Uh, Man. And that's another thing too. So when they're talking in uh, Road to Elite mode specifically, they <laughs> even two map, gets a laugh on that. <laughs> they map the uh, the facial movements over uh, like a skeleton. So it's not that they the mouth individually moves; it's that they, his whole mustache just shifts in every direction as he's moving. It's super weird. So it's like online does okay. not want to work on this thing tonight. Online does not want to work. So. It's still early, though. Like you said, it's the first 20 hours and 35 minutes, right? Right. Exactly. Almost makes me wonder if their servers aren't, uh, if they're overloaded or something. Being, being it's it's oh. kicking out so fast. Yeah. So we'll let him do that and then go pay some bills and, you know, but that's what it is, though. What, what, there we pretty go. much what you see is, is, is what this thing is. They're going to need crossplay. Oh, so there's no crossplay in it. I, I hear two chains talk about crossplay, so there's no crossplay between consoles, which Madden's doing that for the first time this year. I'm wondering if AEW may have a patch with that to come up with that for crossplay. Um, because it's gonna be interesting to see who's gonna try to use it more versus Switch, PS5, or Xbox Series XS. You know, who's gonna try to dominate that? But of course, crossplay I think is only gonna be with Xbox and PlayStation, but not Switch. Or Xbox and and, and uh Steam. Yeah, yeah, a PC model or Street Fighter Six has it going between PC and uh, Xbox and PlayStation. So, yeah. well, there we go. As we see CM Punk before we uh, wrap it up here and move on to uh, some money in the bank talk. Yep. Let's see here. Oh, oh, geez, CM Punk versus Cody Rhodes. Yeah, we might as well see this match and then uh, we can. Now that online record of five and three that will update. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. like that. Oh, we gonna get some. Uh... Now, with online rate matches, it's always interesting to see the cheesers to try to get cheap wins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. Oh. Ooh, headlock takeover. Yeah. So you ha you have your strong grapple, you have your weak grapple, and. You know, you know, your reversals, of course. And then, of course, uh, these everybody's at the bare bones, so you have to build them up to uh, evolve their movesets and evolve mm -hmm. their abilities. Ah, okay. Uh, and I see the running mechanic. Like, yeah, so some people have, like, you know, uh, anti-air defense, and some people need that. You know, some people don't have a dive out of the uh, top rope. Some people need that. Oh, so. taunting with the push-ups. Well, you know, you, you got to. Some people have a taunt buff, and some people can get that later. Ooh. So it's I do weird like the crowd some, reactions. Some some of the moves look really smooth. Like that chop in the corner looked really smooth, and some of the other animations just look very jerky to me. It's like, yeah. Oh no, there are certain animations that um, are bad. They're they're bad. There's one um, power bomb that I have for a micro-rated wrestler, where he doesn't. They don't come flush with the with the canvas, mm. and they actually hover in the air while the pen is being made. It's oh weird. Bad. But for yeah, the most that's, part, that suplex looked good. And then yeah. I don't know. But that's but that's that's the thing. Like there's you know what 500 moves in the game, right? And 90% of them looks nice. pretty good. But then when it's bad, it's really bad. <laughs> it stands out when when, when it happens. <laughs> right. And we're not talking about messing up of your frame rates or frames per second on your, your TV or monitor, whatever you're using on it. Just naturally, that's the game of how I was doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's certain, like, for example, the uh, the sounds don't sync up. The um, uh, There's a couple moves where they land in midair 
the, the collision detection's off. Um, there's like a lot of clip clipping and artifacting, you know, when, yeah. So when you notice it, you can't unsee it. But for the most part, it is, you know, pretty good. Ooh, Cody taking it to CM Punk here. Little, little snaps right there. But that's also a thing. Like, it's a, um, you kind of need to know how your moves flow into each other. Yeah. Right. Because you notice how all of um, um, uh, Cody's moves, you know, he the way he's using them, you know, one thing kind of leads into another, leads into another. So it's not necessarily chain wrestling specifically, mm-hmm. but it is more like a signature now. He's building a match. Yeah. I lost it. Yeah, you lose it when you take a uh, you take a bump. So I'll say we haven't seen the crossroads yet. Uh, uh, grapple, okay. Two chains to put him away here. No, Cody, Cody Cutter. Cutter. There you go. No, now he's now he's on fire. No pedigree. Pedigree. Oh no no, no. little power driver. But now we might get ready for the crossroads. Well, he lost a special. Oh, he's so. And that's another thing too. It says mash the buttons, but that's it. But how do I know if I'm even close to kicking out? Yeah, right. Yeah, you there's know, no energy bar or nothing. You just have, no, you well, just the have the momentum meter, isn't. and that's it. Well, it's not like SmackDown versus Raw where you have the uh, the little pinwheel, you know, lockpick, right. um, you know, uh, time, yeah, yeah um, quick time event. So, damn, the match was half a star. Good lord. <laughs> After all that. After all that. All that. And that's another thing too. It doesn't tell you how to get a better star match, at, yeah. at the star matches. Like, what does that mean? Uh, is there a way to is there a way to integrate you know star matches in your match? Uh, how do you know that you're having a good match until before it's over? That would be something I would like to see on screen. We're like, oh, this is a three star match so far. Yeah. So. So it's good, but I need more. A little bit more polish, a little bit more meat on the bone, but we got a foundation, folks. Right. So, hey, that's that's cool. Glad glad to see it. And whew, that's not, I think, is that's the first time we've had video games streaming here on yeah, Big Old Belt. Technology. So, there you go, getting fancy with the technology. So, my my thought on the game pretty much has been gonna wait for that uh Black Friday sale probably because I think by Black Friday that thing's gonna be a value, and yep. hopefully you know there'll be some more stuff added to it by yeah. then. Either, flesh it out some more, or it comes with a pack uh, or a DLC bundle that may be uh, a bit more interesting too. Like maybe you pay sixty for it, but that's because it comes with Swerve mm. or Keith Lee or somebody that you need, you know, in right. AEW right now. Or maybe it comes with a match like uh, Blood and Guts or Stadium Stampede or something like that. Just stay away from microtransactions, please. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Please, yes. Make make it straight. Make it straightforward as far yeah. as like how the add-ons work. Exactly. Don't get too too damn complicated with that. All right, folks. That was a big first half there. So we will go to our commercial break, and when then we come back after that, we'll get right into things. With uh, we'll quickly talk about this week's dark side of the ring. Cause silly sellers, check that out with Junkyard Dog, and then Money in the Bank is this weekend. So we gotta talk about Money in the Bank because big things will be happening across the way with the Money in the Bank briefcases and a certain civil war happening. So stay with us, folks. Your Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast will be back right after this. Are you a fan of all things media? Are you a fan of professional wrestling and sports? Then you need to check out Big Old Belt Media. We're the ultimate destination for all things entertainment and media with the latest news, interviews, and analysis from the world of the aforementioned entertainment realm. Our team of dedicated journalists and analysts will bring you exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. And we're not just an online destination. We attend live events, conventions, bringing you behind-the-scenes access and exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. Plus, you can show your support for our brand by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash biggoldbelt. Join the Big Gold Belt media community today and stay ahead of the game. Follow us on all our social media platforms at Big Gold Belt for the latest updates and exclusive content. Whether you're a diehard wrestling, sports, nerd culture fan, or just a casual like some people, Big Gold Belt Media has everything you're going to need to stay informed and entertained. 
So what are you waiting for? Check us out today at BigGoldBelt.com. That's BigGoldBelt.com. Hey, folks, thanks for being with us. It's Thursday night, as we always do, 8 p.m., your Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast streaming live. Right quick before we get into Money in the Bank, this week's Dark Side of the Ring was on Junkyard Dog, legend of the 80s, big-time star from back then between Mid-South and WWE. I haven't seen the episode sell us, so Mm -hmm. last week when we talked about Dark Side of the Ring, I had seen the Doink episode, but yep. Two Chains hadn't seen it. So this time we're flipping it around. I haven't seen it yet, but it's in my queue of things to watch this holiday weekend. So tell me, is this an episode I should race to see and get right to it, or can it wait a bit because it's kind of you know it's good, but and, and, and the craziest you know most must see thing out there? Because Dark Side of the Ring sometimes you know oh my god nuts, and other times it's kind of like okay that was. That was an all right one. So where did, where does Junkyard Dog fall this week? So let me answer that with a question to you. How would you rate the Doink episode? I liked the Doink episode. And the main thing I liked about the Doink episode is even though I was very familiar with the Doink character, mm-hmm. I did not know all the drama surrounding his death. Yes. So at the end there, there was a whole bunch of stuff that I had no idea about. And that was interesting. So I would say this, rated the same way as the Doink episode, but stayed at the end in dealing with his death, that middle part that went from uh, Mid-South to WWF, that was mm-hmm. a very interesting story about what happened, some rumors around uh, what was stated kind of happened with that transition story, um, and how somebody is perceived from one organization to the next. And we see it all the time now, because it's right in front of us, where you say, oh, this guy's NXT. He's going to be great. He's ready for the main roster. And then when you get to the main roster, why it doesn't pan out. So seeing that story from the 80s timeframe and thinking about the money and promotion and how you try to push somebody to the top, that was very interesting, especially since Junkyard Dog was the most dominant wrestler that was African-American at the times. And even when he left, how Mid-South tried to use other African-American wrestlers to replace him, but it wasn't the same. So was it more of the booking or was it more of the character that the Junkyard Dog has done? Uh, So that was very interesting to hear his story. Once again, when you hear about his death, that death is a very sad situation. And it's always that what if I would have or what if I would have known that could have maybe have helped somebody in that situation. But it was a very sad way of how his death came and how that detail came without spoiling it. But once again, I thought it was very good. I was very intrigued when I saw him preview you know, from the Doink episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I was definitely intrigued about what his story was. And I would rate it the same way Doink episode was. All right. Excited to see it this weekend. I'm definitely going to get to it. And then next Tuesday, because the 4th, there is not a new episode next week. Nope. So there's kind of two weeks here to get caught up on a, the new season of Dark Side of the Ring with what they've been doing between Doink and then the Chris Candido episode was yes. really darn good also. So some interesting stories so far being told on Dark Side, as always. So this weekend, things move to London. We're in Canada with AEW last weekend. This time we go across the pond to London for Money in the Bank. Last week on the show, we talked a bit about Logan Paul being in the Money in the Bank match and how big of a deal that might be and him probably being a front runner to possibly win that just due to his celebrity and what could happen with that. And we didn't get too much into the rest of the show. Mm -hmm. So to run things down real quick, run down the table here, we got... This is what we're looking at right now, heading into a Saturday at 3 p.m. This is a, a nice afternoon show in the UK, which I always like. We got Gunther versus Matt Riddle for the Intercontinental title. We got Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler defending the women's tag titles against the returning Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. We, of course, have the Bloodline Civil War with Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa against the Usos. We have Seth Rollins defending the new world heavyweight title against Finn Balor. Here's one that really stands out to me. Cody Rhodes and Dominic Mysterio is sleeper match. That's an interesting one. We'll talk about that one in a second. And then to finish it up, the two money in the bank matches. First, the women's. We have Zelina Vega, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, Bailey, EO Sky, and Trish Stratus in the women's match. And then on the men's side, we have Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, LA Knight, Santos Escobar, Butch, the former Pete Dunn, and Damian Priest, along with, of course, Logan Paul that we mentioned earlier. So, 
let's let's keep it let's make it real easy here since we got the whole card right there in front of us. Sell us you first. What stands out to you on this card? What has your attention the most heading into Money in the Bank on Saturday? Of course, the the Money in the Bank matches. I'm always interested because in, this is my favorite pay per view of or you know big event of the year. But I'm interested in this Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins match. I really think this is an opportunity where if WWE books it the right way, I think Finn should win it. So it completes that story about how he was the first universal champion, had to lose it due to injury, maybe sell an injury storyline within the match, and then have Finn come on top. I think that would be very good for Finn. I think that would be very good for the Judgment Day. And if you book it correctly, remember, there's some rumors about some tweaks that can happen in the Judgment Day that this could foresee some future tweaks that happens with the roster transforming on Judgment Day, or if it's maneuvering or some people are in or out of how you build with that. This pay-per-view could really be a Judgment Day pay-per-view if you really look at it from top to bottom of who's in it, of how it can go. Um, so I'm huge with this Finn Balor-Seth uh, Rollins match. I, I really think if they book it correctly and the match goes in the right way, that Finn should win it. Let me ask you this before we jump to Giant Crab. Is it too soon for Seth Rollins to drop the gold? Because he just won it in May this new belt so this is kind of the first big big title defense other than the ones you know he's had on raw so far but this is the first pay-per-view title defense so is it too soon i don't think it's too soon and the reason why is to me i think it could get boring if you have parallel two people with long reigns of course roman has this super long reign but i don't think raw's world heavyweight title should have a long reign i think throughout this year up into mania habit of a semi-hot potato but legit storylines about who takes it off of who. You have a perfect opportunity where this is not just a two-month or one-month storyline. This is a couple of years that's been going on with this one, but just low-key in the background due to Finn Balor of him being hurt and how he went to NXT coming back and building himself up to a top star. I think it's a good time to take it off of him, but it still keeps Seth fresh about what you want to do and him having him chase it again, be in the face or whatever you want to do. Okay. Okay, I hear you. I mean, I definitely agree that they can't have these titles be exactly the same. The Raw right. belt needs to be clearly different than the unified titles that are over on SmackDown with the super long reign they're doing there. So I agree on that part. I want to see something different here, but I mm -hmm. don't know. I'm quite sold on switching it this quick. But I do like what they're doing with Finn, and I like how they're playing into the history with him and Seth. Absolutely. On the Giant Crab, is there anything on this card that has your attention as sparked your curiosity. Uh, well, actually I was really thinking Cody versus Dominic based on uh, the whole idea of what judgment day is going to, uh, how judgment day is going to evolve after this pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. But looking at it top to bottom, I, I, the one that stands out to me is uh, the woman's money in the bank ladder mm -hmm. match. Uh, just because of how different the contestants are. Mm -hmm. uh, this isn't your typical, uh, you know, four horse women match with the uh, with the same you know people at the top or just yep. under the top of the card. Um, you know, with you know Zelina in it, Zoe Stark, uh, Eos Sky, and Trish Stratus. That is not uh, you know a uh, that's not the similar who's who when you talk about these high profile matches. Uh, yeah, every, and everybody deserves to be there. You know, between Becky Lynch and and Bailey as well. But it's still like this. I don't know who I want to win this. Because if, if anybody wins it, they will have deserved it because it's money in the bank. Yep. But if they do win it, you know, that puts their one on a path. You know, we could see something very different or we can see a little bit more of the same. Um, you know, very interesting to see who wins this and where where they where this briefcase takes their character uh, going forward. So because if Trish Stratish wins it, uh oh, <laughs> you know, the legend. That, yeah, that makes SummerSlam very interesting. Yep. You know, so who knows? Who knows? But yeah, that's the one that really stands out because of how many different ways it can go. Yeah, there's very different stories that can be told in that match with who wins the briefcase. And there's really, there's a story for everyone in that match to get the briefcase. Of course, Becky yep. Lynch has been trying to get back in the title picture. I like how you have two groups here between Zoe and Trish, who are affiliated, yep. and Bailey and Io who are also affiliated. Yep. So there's the ready-made story. If one of them gets the briefcase, how does the other respond to that? Especially, yep. like I say, God, if they went with EO Sky, I'm sure Bailey would have some very interesting uh, reactions 
to that as far as how that would work with damage control and everything. And they have Trish Stratus in this role of like kind of mentoring Zoe Stark, who's by far the newest face in that match. So yep. that could be a whole interesting dynamic there. Zelina coming off the last show in uh, Puerto Rico has a lot of momentum right now. And Lord knows the LWO has also gained a lot of momentum coming out of uh, the Puerto Rico show. So they're that really in a lot of ways might be one of the most interesting matches on the show, just because you can make a case for any of those six. Absolutely. To win the briefcase and it, it fits and it would make sense. Whereas like on the men's one, I'm looking at that and it's like, Okay, I like Pete Dunn, but I can't see a scenario where <laughs> Pete Dunn is winning the title and uh and ha- ha- carrying around the briefcase. So, yeah, that that that's an interesting one. Of course, the Bloodline Civil War. I mean that that's gonna be that's gonna be our drama. That's gonna be the storytelling of the night. And who knows if it'll close the show or not? It may or may not. Heck, on the on the Wikipedia page here, it's listed as number five, but. Mm-hmm. How they do the match order on this show will be interesting because you have both Money in the Bank matches. You have a world title. That's his first big title defense on pay-per-view that they're trying to get over. Cody, of course, has been a priority in so many ways. I mean, hell, Cody closed uh, the show in Puerto Rico Yeah. So with Brock Lesnar. So he's always been a priority. I mean, I don't think the Intercontinental title or the women's tag are going to be at the end there, but the match order here. I think that's going to be really interesting. I think it's going to be really interesting. Here's a question, because it's happened so many times in prior Money in the Banks. Thinking of that women's match. It happened last year. Liv Morgan won the Money in the Bank, and then she cashed it in that very night. Interesting that there is not a women's title match anywhere on this show. Mm-hmm. So they can't. it's not set up for an instant cash-in that night, as they've done a couple. Because Alexa Bliss, I think, has done that, too. Yes, she has. I was actually there in Chicago when she did it. Yeah, that's been a very common thing with the women. You have to win the briefcase and immediately cash it in the same night. Yep. So as far as it stands right now, unless there's a change to the card, that doesn't seem to be in play this year. So that's different. Yep. Um, Maybe that's because, I don't know, we have a men's title match in there. So who knows? With the men's side, maybe there's something in play there. But yeah. Going back to that Cody Rhodes and Dominic match, mm-hmm. I think the big story there is just going to be Dominic is just so red hot oh as far as like crowds just being incensed when he's out there. And in a lot of ways, I think people are looking at that match as like, oh, you know, he, he's going to be nothing for Cody's, you know, practically a world champion there, practically a main eventer there, came off main event at WrestleMania. And you know, I think a lot of people look at it as like that's a match they should just do on Raw. That's not a that's not a special event match. That's not a pay per view match. But in a lot of ways, I'm thinking the story of that match, of course, is going to be you got Cody by himself, and of course Dominic. They could have Rhea. I'm sure Rhea will be out there, but of course, hell, we could have holding rest of the Judgment Day. If anyone new that is coming into the Judgment Day, possibly to shake things up, could be involved in that. So I'm guessing they go with the story there of Cody having to overcome the Judgment Day in that match. But I don't know. Given the time of year it is, you know, we're, we're getting ready to build to SummerSlam. I wouldn't rule it out a possibility that Dominic somehow pulls off an upset here. And I would like, agree. And, and, and possibly shakes things up with like a, a shocker win over there in London, but I don't know. You, you mentioned that match before you got into the women's match earlier, Jamal. I, I, what, were you, what were your thoughts on that one? That look at the more I look at those two, I'm like, that's a real interesting pairing to me that they could do some fun stuff with. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that between, uh, you know, Cody and Dominic, and that was kind of like the one match that jumped out me at first until I saw, uh, Oh, we have Trish Stratus and, and Zoe Stark. And we have, Oh my God. So, I do think that that is that is you know a very interesting thing, and I think that's going to be interesting to see where that match ends up in the card. Mm-hmm. You know, will that be the come down match from a, a title match? Uh, you know, will it lead off the show? Uh, you know, or will one of the Money in the Bank ladder matches lead off the mm-hmm. show? More than likely to happen. So I, I think that's going to be interesting to see where that where that placement is and how much Dominic carries uh, that match too. Um, not that he can't, and he's definitely earned his stripes. I gotta yep. give the kid credit. But and, and Cody's, you know, one of the best around that you that you can work with to tell a story. But 
it'll be interesting to see where that goes from here because Judgment Day is around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they are all there. But, you know, will it be Cody versus Judgment Day or will, uh, you know, it be Cody versus Dominic? Where is Ray? Is he like hurt, hurt, or is he? Well, he's technically on SmackDown, so they're on opposite shows. Okay. But he, but he was actually with the LWO. He made like a backstage appearance on Friday's show, but nothing, nothing major. Okay. I would think he would be there since Santos is uh in the men's match. True. And then Zelina, of course, is in the women's. So the, the we have two parts of the LWO elsewhere on the card. Yeah. Right. So probably a is, good chance Ray will be there in some form. This is uh, you know this isn't like a branded pay per view, right? No. Mm-mm. Right. So it's not out of the question that you know when the L when uh, not the LWO when when the um, Judgment Day comes to jump Cody, you know Ray surprisingly makes the save. You know, yeah. I mean, there's just a there's just a lot of things that can't happen, and that's and that's and the biggest thing is I don't know which way they're going to go with it, so mm-hmm. that makes it more interesting to watch. Yeah, no, th- there's a lot of stuff in play here, and of course, it's the show before SummerSlam, so yep. this is very much a show where it's like coming out of it, I would expect to have a much better idea of what SummerSlam is going to look like. If we're heading towards, you know, possibly Roman Reigns and Jey Uso for the title, if we're heading towards, you know. Seth Rollins either in another title defense or Seth Rollins possibly chasing Finn Balor. If Finn Balor pulls off the win that Sellis is hoping for. And, yep. and then, of course, where where does Cody fit in? We're doing this thing with Dominic. Is that going to continue? Is he going to be working with Judgment Day for the summer? Or, you know, we still got Brock Lesnar out there who put the hurting on his arm, who is uh, not listed here, but wouldn't shock me to see Brock Lesnar show up in London. You know, I, th- I think there's this is a big show for them. This is right. a big show for them, and we know that UK crowd is going to be hot. So, they're, I think this is going to be a very interesting Saturday afternoon. And I like, you know, they've been doing this a lot lately. It's seven matches. Every match on this show feels like it has a place. It has, like, a point. There's not just random stuff thrown on there. It's either a title match or stuff that clearly, you know, figures into stuff they've been doing on TV. I don't see any filler on here. So, I'm excited about it now. I think this is going to be a interesting little show saturday afternoon so I don't know, any other thoughts on money in the three o'clock yes three o'clock so we should be done around six, six. or show probably yeah. solid three hours but don't forget the london crowd makes a huge impact of how the stories are being told in this match always a hot crowd being a pay-per-view crowd in my opinion i think so in my opinion i i, I don't know I, I kind of uh i don't care about the crowd at all like never have so when I hear the hooligans start singing their shanties, sea shanties and shit like that, <laughs> I, I honestly God just zone out. It it doesn't do me any good. It, it's like it's like people in the movie theater singing the words to the soundtrack. It doesn't and change how the story is going to go. You're just that doing it for you, yeah. and I don't necessarily need it. So yeah, it's going to be a hot crowd in London. Blah blah blah. Uh, I want to watch the match. I'm not I'm not watching the show to see what the crowd's going to do. Mm-hmm. But, go. but that's the thing. People do feed off of that energy, I guess. But, sure. Wait, well, the, the Clash at the Castle show in uh, Wales, that was a rowdy damn crowd. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I My guess is it's going to be a hot afternoon in the UK for us folks watching here in the States. So, I don't know. This, this, at first, I was kind of like, eh, money in the bank. Eh. But looking at it, I was like, no, there's a lot of a lot. I think the big thing on this show is there's a lot of stuff that's just not clear going into it where they're going, which makes right. for a fun show when you can mm-hmm. look at it and be like, okay, they could do this, they could do this, they could do this, and it all fits. So I think it'll be a fun show. Fun all show. right, we're all we're all yeah, fun show, fun show. Just like we always have your big gold belt. So uh, we got a minute or two left. Any other thoughts anyone want to throw in before we get to our hour here? Since we spent so much time on a fight forever to start the night. Uh, AEW announced that uh, tickets for Grand Slam are going to go on sale July 22nd. So uh, if you're going to be in New York, they're doing it again. Uh, Grand Slam 3 at Arthur Ashe Stadium. And I only say that because specifically, you know, that's, you know, yeah, WWE is going to London for Money in the Bank. AEW is going to to London for their house show. Uh, Let's not pretend that this show isn't anything more than a (laughs) big-ass house show. But, um, but, But Grand Slam is definitely... An event, and if you talk about the crowds, if you care about the crowds, then this is one going to be one of the bigger crowds that they have um, attended an AEW event. So it, it it's been fun. 
other uh, the, the two times that I've been, I can't wait to go to the third. Awesome. That's right. You've been to every single one of those shows at Arthur yeah. Ashe. That's yeah. been yeah, up till now. That has been their biggest, you know, 20K plus crowds. So up until Wembley happens. Right. So a big night coming. Oh, I think they also announced uh, Blood and Guts this week. Oh, they did. I think I saw it earlier today that I think it's happening in mid July somewhere. Interesting. I saw, I saw something earlier today about it. So it's definitely, that's definitely coming too as a special episode of dynamite coming up. So either way, all kinds of stuff is always happening in wrestling. There's never a dull week. That never. is for sure. There's never a dull week. So folks, every Thursday night, 8 PM, your big gold belt wrestling podcast is right here. Streaming live on Twitch, on YouTube, on Twitter, on all your different social media platforms. If you can't join us live at 8 PM on the social media, that is not a problem because the next day we drop the show in podcast form on all your favorite podcast platforms and the video feed leaves lives on on YouTube. So for the episode today, that was much more video intensive with all the AEW fight forever footage. You can go back and check that out. If you joined us late tonight, whole first half of the show was AEW fight forever with two chains sampling the game. So a different show this week. That was kind of fun having the video game action going on. So on social media, you can find us at big gold belt, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. And of course the website, biggoldbelt.com thanks for joining us folks thursday night 8 p.m we are here each and every week watch some wrestling this weekend folks play some wrestling video games and we will talk to you later next week thursday 8 p.m thanks for joining us what I really